It is Tuesday, May 5th, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Uh, got a couple of news items to share on the show today, kind of uh, get you up to speed on the news from yesterday, plus we'll recap uh, the iRacing action from last night. Uh, first, though, Casey Kane Racing announced yesterday that boss man Casey Kane will be back behind the wheel of the number nine sprint car this Friday night at Knoxville for the return of the World of Outlaws. The race will feature a 48-car invite field. We have not seen a full list of drivers yet. We've seen a few names here and there um, of guys expected to compete. Obviously, we'll, uh, you know, assume that all of the full-time World of Outlaws drivers will be a part of that. Um, but we will uh, await that, and once we have that full list, we'll certainly share that. But uh, this will be Casey's first sprint car race since a March 2019 crash at Williams Grove Speedway. James McFadden has been running the the nine for KKR in, in kind of in Casey's place, but he is expected to compete in a full slate of races in that car this season, um, including quite a bit of the World of Outlaws season from what we understand. So um, look for Casey this weekend as part of the field at Knoxville. Uh, you can watch that Knoxville race live on Dirt Vision on Friday night. We've got a few more details about Lucas, uh, about the the return of the Lucas Oil uh, Dirt Late Model Series uh, reopening their schedule. Uh, the field at Lucas Oil Speedway will be 26 cars with Golden Isles and East Bay both starting 24 cars. Uh, two emergency provisionals are available if needed. Uh, unlike a lot of these events, these are actually not invitationals. Uh, they're open to any super late model teams uh, that would like to compete. Um, they have a registration deadline. You can you can late register um, as well, but they just want to make sure they know who's coming in and who's going to be on the list of, of people because they're limiting number of crew members and things like that as, as well. Uh, all of these events will be without spectators, but they will be streamed live on LucasOilRacing.tv and the LucasOil Late Model Facebook page. Uh, again, if you'd like more information about the upcoming races, you can visit LucasDirt.com. Sonoya Raceway in Georgia and DirtOnDirt.com have announced a super late model show for this coming Thursday night. The DirtOnDirt.com shootout will pay $5,000 to win and feature super late models and crate late models. No spectators will be allowed, but all the action can be uh, watched live if you're a Dirt on Dirt or Flow Racing subscriber. Uh, Sonoya also has a Saturday show scheduled also without spectators. That one is going to have limited fields in eight divisions. You can find more details on that at SonoyaRaceway.com. That's S-E-N-O-I-A-R-A-C-E-W-A-Y.com. Uh, Saturday night's Dirt Car Late Model event at Federated Auto Parts Raceway at I-55 has sold out of all 700 spectator tickets. Uh, they've also announced that Carl Chevrolet has come on board as race sponsor. The event will now pay 7000 to win and 600 to start. Carl Chevrolet has also put up a $10,000 bonus for any heat race winner who elects to start in the rear and can win the 50-lap race. Uh, they're expecting either four heats or six heats, so that means four drivers or six drivers could be eligible for that $10,000 bonus. Any driver who does choose to start in the rear will uh, earn an extra $1,000 if they uh, go to the rear and don't win. Uh, so even if you choose to go to the back, you still get a little bit of extra money on top of whatever you earn for the race. Uh, the program will include UMP Modifieds and Pro Modifieds, and you can watch all of the action live on flowracing.com. That one is Saturday, I believe. Uh, I've added another new stat to the analytics section of dirttracker.com. Um, this one will be one we can kind of keep up with through the season um, that I think will be interesting to kind of watch as it kind of shifts and changes. Uh, this one's both for the sprint cars and late models. Um, and basically, it's a who's hot right now uh, stat. It's basically the top five drivers and average finish for the previous five races. Uh, this will usually end up being some series regulars. You basically have to have competed in all five races uh, to be included in the stat. Um, I, I kind of set it up initially where 
where it was just whoever had the best average finish in the last five races. But if you have one guy that competes in a race and, and wins the race, he's obviously going to be at the top of the list. Um, and I'm not really sure that that's an accurate you know, portrayal of you know, kind of who's hot over the previous five races. So I went ahead and just included those drivers uh, that have included or that, that have uh, raced in all five of those previous races. So looking at it right now, the hot drivers for the Sprint Car Series right now, Brad Sweet, Logan Schuhart, Donnie Schatz, Darren Pittman, Sheldon Hoddenshield. Uh, the hot drivers for the late model series are Brandon Shepard, Ricky Weiss, Dennis Erb, Chase Youngins, and Scott Bloomquist. Uh, those five drivers for each series have the best average finish over the previous five races. Uh, you can find this uh, new stat on the series pages at dirttracker.com slash analytics, uh, along with a lot of other stats and information uh, that I continue to keep adding to and will continue to keep adding to uh, as we move forward. I mentioned on the show yesterday, the iRacing World of Outlaws World Championship was going to be in action at Kokomo Speedway last night. Uh, they actually pulled an audible in the series instead, returned to Volusia Speedway Park for the series' second trip of the season. They actually opened the season at Volusia. Alex Bergeron entered the night with a 30-point lead over David Halliman after James Edens had connection issues last week running in the top five. Uh, in qualifying, it was Austin Semelman going quick time over Dylan Hauser and James Edens. Uh, it, it still continues to blow me away how close these drivers are, how, how close the competition is in this series. Um, the entire field in qualifying, 30 drivers, was separated by less than two-tenths of a second, which just is insane how good these guys are. Uh, heats were won by Semelman, Dylan Hauser, James Edens, and Alex Bergeron. Cole Cabry won the first B with Colton Hardy transferring, while John Batista won the second B with Kendall Tucker transferring. Semelman was actually supposed to start on the pole of the feature, but he had connection issues, and he never even actually made the call to start the race. Um, similarly, what, you know, with what we saw last week with Edens, Edens actually started the race, but then under caution while he was running in the top five, um, had a connection issue, and he ended up dropping out of the race. Um, and with Semelman having issues, that moved James Edens actually up to the pole position, um, and it would actually prove to be a really big break for him. Uh, racing behind him was pretty crazy, but Edens actually led all 35 laps en route to his third win of the season. Uh, there was big drama behind him uh, for points later, Alex Bergeron. He was running in the top five, kind of around lap 13, when contact with second-place pointsman David Halliman sent him spinning to the rear. Halliman looked like he was going to try to get to the bottom into turn one and didn't know Bergeron was inside. Um, the feature had this... the the most cautions for any race so far we've seen in the series. Um, Edens was able to hold off Joel Berkeley on a late green white checkered finish. At the end, it was Edens, Joel Berkeley, Braden Eiler was third, David Heilemann fourth, and Cole Newhoffen in fifth. Uh, Bergeron battled back to finish in seventh. I didn't get a chance to see the points last night, um, and now iRacing is updating this morning, so another website is available. So I will update those uh, when, when they pop back up. Um, but I would imagine Bergeron probably still has a slight points advantage with his rebound to finish seventh. Uh, only three races remain in the season. Eldora Speedway is up next next Monday night. Uh, the series races at 9 p.m. You can watch for free at iRacing.com slash live and twitch.com slash iRacing. Uh, last night was also another World of Outlaws Late Models iRacing Invitational. Usual suspects up front. Caden Cornell and Mike McKinney started on the front row with McKinney taking the early lead. He led the first 12 laps, but action up front was pretty tight between McKinney, Corey Gordon, Caden Cornell, Ashton Winger, Nick Stroop. Uh, you know, <laughs> stop me if you've heard these names before. Uh, Gordon took the lead on lap 13 and fought off charges from Ashton Winger and Nick Stroop and survived a late race caution to grab his third iRacing World of Outlaws Invitational win. Ashton Winger was second, Nick Stroop finished third, Caden Cornell was fourth and Eric Riggins was fifth. Riggins was also hard charger going from 20th into the top five. 
After leading early, McKinney had trouble late and finished 22nd. Uh, if you want more Word of Outlaws iRacing action, both the sprint cars and late models will be in action again tonight on CBS Sports Network at 8 p.m. Uh, they, the, they did one of these broadcasts last week um, from the World of Outlaws studios. Uh, Dave Reef, Johnny Gibson on the call with Kenny Wallace. I'm not sure if that'll be the same tonight. I have not seen, but I would imagine it'll be similar, uh, if not exactly the same. Uh, but yeah, so you can check that out at CBS Sports Network or on CBS Sports Network at 8 p.m. Eastern tonight for some more iRacing action. Um, that's pretty much it for the show today. Um, we'll keep you posted on any news uh, items, con- you know, going forward, obviously. Um, and, and like I said, we'll we'll get you up to speed once we have that uh, entry list for this weekend's World of Outlaws race. We're not quite sure what that's going to look like yet, um, in, in terms of the other drivers, um, you know, based on that eligibility. So. Uh, we'll keep you posted there, um, and, and uh, I would imagine we'll probably see more announcements for more races, kind of like you see, uh, you know, like we saw today with Sonoya. So um, as those pop up, a good place to keep up with that stuff too is DirtTracker.com, uh, updating every 15 minutes. Uh, lots of news items there, so uh, keep up with that stuff all day. Uh, you can find Dirt Tracker daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe, leave me a review, tell your friends. Uh, you can also watch the show on YouTube and Facebook every day. You can email the show at info at DirtTracker.com, and you can follow along at facebook.com slash dirt tracker twitter.com slash dirt tracker and the website itself dirt tracker.com you can follow me personally on twitter at justin underscore feedler and you can sign up for the dirt tracker weekly newsletter on the site uh, thanks everybody for tuning in hope you have a good tuesday we will see you tomorrow on dirt tracker daily mm-hmm.